Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Good morning, everybody. <clears throat> I'm Steve, and I'd like to welcome you all to today's Coach House Beacon. As the current lockdown has eased, certain activities that have been banned for a while have now resumed. One such recent activity that became available again was getting your hair cut. At the stroke of midnight, barber shops and hairdressers were open for business, serving needy customers who had been missing their expert attention for far too long. This reminded me of a story in the Bible about a haircut. But in this story, the person getting his hair cut really shouldn't have done, because it led to some unpleasant consequences. We are, of course, talking about Samson. Now, Samson is often remembered for being very strong, and also for his ill-fated relationship with a woman named Delilah. But how did all this come about, and what can we learn from his story? In the book of Hebrews, which was a letter written to Jewish Christians around 60 AD, there is a list of great heroes from the Old Testament who, by faith, did something special to serve God. Samson is mentioned in this list. There is no specific detail of Samson's exploits here, but the writer says of these people that through faith they conquered kingdoms, administered justice and gained what was promised. This endorsement of Samson's life doesn't mean that he was in any way perfect. In fact, far from it, as we will see. But it does mean that at a critical point in his life, he relied totally and utterly on God. And it is this faith that he is being commended for. So let's take a look at the story of Samson. Samson was the son of an ordinary man, Manoah, but he was born in extraordinary circumstances. Manoah's wife was barren, but one day an angel appeared to her to announce that she would have a son. He gave her some instructions as to how Samson was to live. Samson was never to drink alcohol or eat anything unclean, nor was he ever to have his hair cut. The angel also said, he will take the lead in delivering Israel from the hands of the Philistines. Well, the story plays out with Samson not really living as he should have done. What we see in his life is impulsiveness, lust, revenge and foolish practical jokes. Firstly, Samson sees a Philistine girl, who must have been physically very attractive. He tells his father that he wants to marry this girl. Samson should have known that it was wrong for him to want to marry a Philistine, and Manoah certainly knew this. Manoah tried to dissuade Samson, but he was having none of it, so they arranged the marriage. Now, at that time, weddings traditionally took around a week to complete, and Samson took the opportunity of this week to tease some of his bride's friends. This led to some nastiness. The friends threatened the bride, and eventually Samson was betrayed. Samson reacted to this by going off to kill 30 people. The bride was then given to someone else. And when Samson found out about this, he went and burned some of the Philistines' crop fields. 
This led to more tit-for-tat killing, including the bride and her family. In all of these foolish exploits, Samson was using the strength that God had given him for the wrong purposes. Even by the standards of the day, Samson's actions are extreme, and at no point did he seek God for guidance on what he was doing. That said, God was still using Samson's foolishness for his own purposes, to free his people from the oppressive Philistines. Now we today are all given gifts by God, some ordinary, some extraordinary. But either way, we always have the choice of using the gifts for ourselves or using them for God. Like Samson, the attractions of everyday life have a habit of getting in the way of our service to God. Now, back to the story. And at this point in the story, Samson is appointed as a judge or a ruler of Israel. And this situation lasts for 20 years. Maybe Samson had learned from his mistakes, settled down a bit. Maybe in this period he did use the gifts God had given him wisely. But then comes the incident for which he is best remembered. Lust returns to Samson once again, and he sees a woman he desires, Delilah. Now we know that sin has consequences, and in this case it had quite severe consequences. Samson's enemies learned of this illicit relationship and conspired to bribe Delilah with a large amount of money to betray Samson. What follows then is three instances of Delilah begging Samson to tell her the secret of his strength, followed by Samson lying to her. His teasing of her was leading to a fall. She nagged him so much for days on end that eventually he gave in and told her about his hair. Armed with this information, she promptly arranged for a midnight haircut. Samson got what he deserved for his foolish actions and was led away in chains. He had his eyes gouged out and was forced to grind corn for the Philistines. You know, last week on the news, I saw that one of the heroes of the lockdown, Captain Tom Moore, had been knighted by the Queen. Afterwards, a reporter asked Sir Tom what the Queen had said to him. He replied that that was between himself and the Queen. No tittle-tattle here, then. Samson would have done well to follow Sir Tom's example, instead of just teasing Delilah, about where his strength came from. It was by God's grace that Samson had lived up to the promise, and he had indeed taken the lead in delivering Israel from the hands of the Philistines. But now all that seemed like a distant memory. The promise seemed hollow, but God had one last plan for Samson. You see, his hair was growing back, and so he was regaining his strength. And as he was led into the the arena, in front of a baying crowd of Philistines, eagerly wanting to see their enemy die, Samson called out to God, Sovereign Lord, remember me. Please God, strengthen me just once more, and let me with one blow get revenge on the Philistines for my two eyes. We all have times in our lives when we know we haven't served God as we ought. 
Satan will tell you that you aren't good enough, that you should, shouldn't be pretending to be a Christian, that you should give up and live your life as you want, and that God won't listen to you. But God's grace is greater than any of that. The truth is that Jesus is never more than a breath away. Samson cried out, Lord, remember me. There is never a day or time when God will not listen to us if we cry out to him in faith. The letter to the Hebrews says that Samson did not receive the promise, but we have Jesus. And by his death and resurrection, Jesus Christ has paid the price for all our mistakes and failures. There are two lessons from Samson's story. First, that we should always seek to use the gifts God has given us for his purposes. And second, that there is nothing in your life that God cannot deal with. You are still useful to him, regardless of what you have done or how far away from him you think you are. Stay strong by walking closely with God, and you will walk with him forever. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.